lot recently, haven't we, about artificial intelligence, both the opportunities it presents and the dangers it poses. Yeah, now the UK's first ever AI czar has been appointed to manage those risks and rewards. His name is Ian Hogarth. He's been speaking to our technology editor, Zoe Kleiman, about the challenges that lie ahead. The world is waking up to the potential and the dangers of the most advanced forms of artificial intelligence. Across the globe, countries are racing to try to both harness and regulate this technology. Here, Ian Hogarth, a tech entrepreneur, is the man appointed by the Prime Minister to lead the charge on AI in the UK to ensure that it's developed safely. We've seen the results in terms of how powerful these systems are now. And so the question is, if we keep doing that and we keep feeding these systems more and more computing resource, more and more data, and we keep having stronger and stronger incentives for the, you know, for the private sector to accelerate this stuff, when do we cross a line when these systems become dangerous in a new way, where they become you know, closer to human intelligence or exceed human intelligence? And no one can tell you a definitive answer for when that's going to be. There's another threat, isn't there, which is jobs. There will be winners and losers on a kind of global basis in terms of where the jobs are as a result of AI. We've got to think about how to protect British jobs, and that's sort of one challenge. We're going to have to rethink a lot of these fundamental questions around, um, around work as we develop machines that are capable of doing more and more of the jobs that we currently do. Artificial intelligence is developed in a computing system called neural networks, inspired by the complex connections between the cells in human brains which enable us to think. AI systems are rapidly improving as they're trained on increasingly vast data sets, huge libraries of information which allow them to identify patterns and solve problems and even learn from their own mistakes. It's got huge potential for good, for instance, in healthcare, spotting cancer and discovering new drugs. A couple of words to prompt it, and AI can create images too. Earlier this year, this image of the Pope went viral when people thought it was real. It's not. And that's one of the biggest risks of AI. Its potential for spreading false information or simply getting its facts wrong is huge. The big tech companies are in the driving seat for AI. In Northern Ireland, Emma has built her own generative marketing software. In less than two seconds, Wally will custom develop the website. But she's worried she won't be able to grow her startup here without greater access to the computing power behind the tech. Technology is advancing so quickly, and because people have more access to hardware and staff, and the US offers more grants and funding than the UK does. It gets to the point where you have to take investment to exit. Like, that's, that's the only way you can go. So if we have to take investment, then we're going to have to sell Wally and we're going to have to sell Genesis Engine. So realistically, you know, that's going to go to a big tech corporation, which will then put it into their product. And once again, the UK will be reliant on big tech companies. It's a balancing act that the world can't get wrong, maximising the benefits and minimising the risks of AI while ensuring that no single company, country or the tech itself grows too powerful. Zoe Kleiman, BBC News. Uh, it's fascinating, isn't it? Uh, and there's loads more about artificial intelligence and all of the opportunities it could present. Uh, it's in a new podcast. It's on BBC Sounds. It's called Understand Tech and AI.